What's up, y'all? This is Brother Ali in the mix with Tim Einekel on the library, rapstation.com. Keep it right here. DJ EFN. <laughs> Crazy Hood Productions. Putting it down. Straight like that. Who's crazy? DJ EFN. Crazy Hood Productions. Putting it down. Straight like that. Who's crazy? Uh, old black, nice sweatsuit uh, on him. Now hoop on. I'm about to get my shoot on. It's violated, it's only right we demonstrate. Though fool label, fool eat him up like dinner plates. Over paper, pull of plastic, feather head trigger when I'm blasted. Another bird ass, the sun turned bastard. Said it ain't serious to me, sh- drastic. Word. I'm from a crazy hood, my reactions be crazier. Won't explain to you. Just he has established himself as the mixtape DJ King. He's a music industry exec. He's now set to release his debut album, Another Time, which features artists such as MOP, Cormega, Black Milk, David Banner, John Connor, Scarface, Juvenile, Talib Kweli, Redman, Sean Price, Trick Daddy, Joel Ortiz, Royce to Five Nine, and a lot, whole lot more uh, on March 3rd. He's the great DJ EFN. I want to welcome to him to the library with Tim Meinekel on RapStation.com. Thanks for joining me, man. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Cool. So another time, like I said, is your first official album. Uh What's the my, difference? My first studio album, yeah. First official studio album. Uh, kind of, what's the difference? First off, between, I guess, approaching an album and approaching a mixtape. Like, how do you? Is there a difference on how you approach them? And was it difficult for you to switch from like quote unquote mixtape mode to album mode? Right. Well, I mean, the obvious difference on a mixtape is that um, you you usually have a lot of material that's other people's music, you know, and, and of course the way I did mixtapes is you always had some exclusive, you know, original freestyles and stuff like that. But the bulk of the mixtape was other people's music, um, you know, that they were putting out where, when I approach an album, an all original album, it's, you know, verses and production and songs that are all original to the project. So, and I've, I've had a couple issues, not issues, but I guess it kind of bothers me a little bit when, when people refer to this project as a mixtape, or refer to other people's projects that are mixtapes, you know, and call them an album because just a lot more goes into this than a mixtape in, in the sense of, you know, it's all original, you know, production, it's all original uh, verses. I imagine going into this album, you had, because it was all original, you had kind of a vision or a goal for it, right? Yeah. What was it and how do you, what was the goal? But also, how do you make sure that the people you've selected, the MCs, the producers, DJs, whatever, uh, kind of help steer this album in order to help you reach that goal? Um, well, kind of going back a little bit to the original question that you asked the first one, I I did approach this album with, with the same mind, mind state that I would a mixtape and my mixtapes. The whole album is meant to pay homage to uh, to my mixtape past and, and the mixtape culture that I came up in. So with that in mind, um, that's the way I approached every single track. I thought of... Uh, you know, I had an original track. I, basically, I, I picked out the beats first. That's that was the foundation, the production. Because without any beats, no, you know, nothing's happening. So, I went through all the production first. I did a makeshift track listing. Um, each track, you know, called for a vibe. It had a vibe. I felt out the track, and I envisioned people on this track. And I started to make this like this fictitious, you know, fantasy list of people that I want on these tracks. And, uh, and then I started going from there and, and, and in my mind, I had already imagined like 
different combinations of people that I thought would be cool and interesting and, and just aesthetically look good, but that they would sound good together. But people maybe haven't thought of these people together. But I think that they have some kind of common thread, which is what I felt that in, a mixtape DJ would do for you, you know, when they're putting different tracks or different artists on a mixtape. And that's the same thing I came with on the album. I, I, actually, I want to talk about a few of the tracks that you and the, the combination of people you've had together. Um, when, when I was looking over the track listing and I came across a survival featuring a Juvenile, Dead Prez, and Trick Daddy. Uh, you know, you think of Juvenile, you don't really think of kind of a politically conscious rapper, right? You, Dead Prez, totally political. Trick Daddy has had political, politically conscious songs. So these are really, really, really three artists to me were like, I was, I never thought in my life I would see them on one track together. Um, so, so quickly, how, how did this come, well, how did this come together? Um, and can we expect like a, this track being like a kind of a pure Southern feel or is it a mix between like the North and the South? Well, a little known fact is that actually Dead Presence from Florida originally. They're from Tallahassee. So, so they are Southern in a sense. You know, once they got their deal allowed and whatnot, they, 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 they relocated to, to New York and that's where they kind of like, you know, where they, they made their chops at. But they are from Florida and I've known them for a long time. I met them in a, in a conference and we vibed because they were from Florida and I was from Miami and that's how we actually connected and built a relationship. And then being that they are political and, and that whole vibe that they bring and in Miami, Trick Daddy is like a staple of Miami. And I feel that he's kind of an underrated MC actually. And people just don't think of him when they think of, you know, just purists like hip hop purists or, or lyricism or anything like that. They kind of negate him. And I feel that if you pay attention to some of Trick's uh, verses, he's pretty political and he, you know, and I, I think he's, he's lyrical. So I always wanted to, to pair him up with an artist. And, and I always had Dead Prez in mind, in particular. I always want to pair him up with someone that I felt can, can showcase him to a different audience and show you that he, you know, he fits in with these people. And then the track, you know, just ended up with Juvenile on it. Actually, Juvenile was the first person on the, on the, on the track, I've always thought that Juvie was a lyricist as well. Um, and people might not have given him the credit that he deserved as well. And I felt he's a Southern lyricist. And, and so I feel like all three of these artists have that common thread that they are Southern lyricists and people just don't know that about them present. They are from Florida. So, so that was the, the whole idea behind that track. Oh, nice. Uh, another track is uh, features Talib Kweli, Recognize, and Red Man. Uh, mm -hmm. The track is called Paradise. It's uh, three MCs describing kind of their dreamland. Um, why put these three on the track together to talk about their utopias? Paradise, uh, again, it started with the production. And when I first heard that, that beat um, and picked it out, I immediately felt like a Tribe Called Quest type of vibe. I, I really wanted Q-Tip on that record. And um, but that just didn't pan out for me. And we were in the studio with Talib, and I showed it to him, and he, he he immediately vibed with it, and just jumped on the record. And and then recognizes an artist that I manage. I manage Mayday. Recognize we're signed to Strange Music, and Rec has a real soulful uh, voice that he you know he sings. He you know he's an ill lyricist. So I asked him to do the hook for the record. I felt that he would really do a hook that would fit the, the track. And Redman um, is just someone that I wanted on the project, one of my favorite of all time MCs, and I just I just approached him with that particular song, and he just 
he just topped it off. He murdered that record, and that's basically how Paradise came together. Home here, we should be able to roam here with no fear. But it's crazy in the hood. Clan members turn cops, harassing all youth. Got their backs against the walls, hands up. They still shoot. So what we who's crazy features uh, Troy Ave, Stally, uh, Scarface, and DJ Premier. Um, I read that you asked Premier to cut up the vocals that the late of the uh, late great Guru did for you in in the past. Right. So it's kind of kind of made the. Tr- Kind of making the track like a tribute to the late gangstar MC. Was yeah. this how you wanted this? Was this how you wanted the track to be heard as a tribute? Um, I mean, I guess yeah. It definitely is a tribute. It, it, it it's a special track to me because of that. That's what makes that track special to me. Beyond anything else, is that when I stepped to premiere, I, and I always knew I wanted premiere to do to to do production on the album, and I always knew that I wanted to approach him with these vocals. Because um, I'd worked with Guru in the past, and he obliged me, and he and he cut up these vocals that Guru was saying EFN and Crazy Hood, and that was just that alone by itself, you know, just the basic beat and that hook with Guru's vocals uh, was special to me, and I was really excited to have that. And in a sense, you're right; it is. I didn't think of it as a tribute, but it is a tribute to Guru, and it's just to me, it's just a special, you know, for for any avid hip hop head, that's just something special. You know, it's the, it's the closest that someone like myself could get to having like a gangstar record, almost. You know, and after that, it was just a matter of just pairing up some dope MCs to, to lace a track. And originally, that track was supposed to have Rick Ross on it, uh, and it just didn't it didn't pan out with Ross for scheduling reasons and different things. But I, I you know I got the legendary Scarface on it, and and the whole the whole project is about you know matching up legends and new artists alike, and just showcasing everybody together um and that's what Troy Ave and Stally brought to that track <clears throat> what before I go on what, what what's your uh, I guess what's your criteria for um selecting an MC like I mean what do you I mean is it lyricism first is it flow first is it all of the above um I mean to be to be quite honest with you man it, it really all depends you know I think that one of the things I mean, lyricism is one of the first and foremost important things for me. But you can't just be a lyricist and not have a good flow or a style that makes me want to hear right. your lyrics. Because there's plenty of lyricists that are just spitting, 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 but it's like, it's just boring or, or you know, it's just annoying the, the way that they flow. And you just, the lyrics aren't making mm-hmm. an impact. So, you you know, yes, I want someone to, to be lyrical and I want them to be saying something of substance, but I also like flow. And, and sometimes there's people that... that they have great wordplay in a sense that makes them a lyricist, but they're not really saying much. And, and you know, I feel there's a time and place for everything. Like I believe in the balance in right. hip hop. I don't believe that you should just be into conscious hip hop or you should just be into, you know, gangster rapper. I believe that balance in hip hop is the ultimate thing because, you know, music is, is for your mood. It's, it's whatever your mood you're in. You want to have music for that mood. It's a soundtrack to your day and soundtrack to your life. And I feel that, Hip hop should provide the same, you know, that that same balance. So yeah, so like, if you you know, you might hear me saying all kinds of different artists, but they all have a skill, whether it's an incredible flow, or incredible wordplay, or incredible lyrics and message. They all have that. We're speaking with uh, DJ EFN. A new album, uh, Another Time, comes out March third. Uh, as mentioned, it features many great MCs, and that list also included Milk D, one half of the group Audio Top. Uh, known to a lot of people because of the top because of the track Top Villain uh, the name of the track Milk D is on is called Crazy Dope which also features Sean Price and Murder Mook 
how did this collaboration, I know a lot of people are wondering, how did this collaboration come together? Especially, how did you get Milk D involved in it? And uh, what can we expect to hear on this track? In general, this whole project is a passion project. And it wasn't it wasn't like a like a big money play or a big play to sell records or or present myself as this this artist DJ you know like a DJ artist. It really was a project that I've been wanting to do for a long time, um, and I just finally got around to being able to do it. And and the end result for me, at the very least, I just want to be able to just you know just reach some extra people out there, brand myself to people, and just really put a stamp on something and and the the premiere track that you mentioned did that for me because the hook is just saying efn and who's crazy and crazy hood and what better way to brand yourself by by something like you know one of the the, the epitome of hip-hop producers dj premiere cutting up vocals saying that of the late guru and that's it was the same for crazy dope um crazy dope to me is like a like a dub plate type of record that, that, you know, reggae DJs, what they do is they have, you know, artists with popular songs redo those songs, mentioning their names in it, and those are called dub plates, and then they, you know, they have sound clashes, and whoever has the most, you know, dub plates wins the sound clash, or the best dub plate, and that's what Crazy Dope is. I had uh, Milk D recreate some of those iconic, legendary uh, lyrics that he did in, in, in Top Building that I... I, I, I've never heard anybody else do it, which I'm amazed if, that nobody's done it yet. And, you know, no DJ has done it. And I had him input my name and my company's name. And that was the hook of the record. And then and then just to top it off, just the lyrics from Sean Price and Murder Move. I'm about to put the lighter to the spoon. I'm so dope. Milk is chilling. What more can I say? Top billing. That's what we get. Got it good. He's repping crazy hood. EFN's mixing. Milk is chilling. Marvin uh, Hassan he, of The Last Poets is the only mm-hmm. artist f- featured by himself in, um, in, in the album. Uh, he does the intro and he does an interlude. Uh, what what is his intro and what can he tell us what what, it, what does he say in the interlude and then also why did you why did you want him involved for these two tracks? Well, the title of the project is another time, basically letting people know that you know that this my musical taste my 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 musical morals the 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 era that that birthed my passion for hip hop is another is another time you know I'm from, from another generation. And and I'm paying homage to that to that generation. But I'm not just paying homage to my generation. We were taught in, in you know, I came up in like the early nineties, mid nineties, and that's the hip hop era that they call the, the golden era. That's the hip hop era that I came up in and we were taught that you always pay respect to the pioneers and, and these are the people that laid down the, the foundation for us to do what we do now. And that's what I was doing by having Umar from The Last Poets you know, approaching him and having him do something because a lot of people, you know, say that these are the forefathers of hip hop. So I thought that would be really amazing and just left field of, so, you know, this Cuban guy from Miami, you know, having someone like Umar on his project and, and, and Umar, you know, I, I, I spoke to him, I, you know, he did, basically just so you know, it's, it's spoken word what he's doing there. And I told him about the project, you know, we talked about myself 
and he just went and did his thing and, and he presented it to me and it was it was just perfect for the project and he's actually on the project three times um i didn't i didn't put his name on well his name is in the additional credits part of the of the track but on the song power with Sarak, uh, Master Ace, and Thurston Howe. He does a, a spoken word hook for that record. the hearts and minds of his listeners, EFN is not just another rare and unique personality. He is cut from another style, another genre, and another time. Which track uh, best for you, uh, I guess, as of today? Because obviously this could change, but which track kind of best represents your overall mission of the album, Another Time? Yeah, that is a tough one, man. Um, just because there's so many different vibes, but my, one of my favorite tracks off the project is uh, Revolutionary Ride Music, uh, produced by Buck Wild, featuring your old Droog, OC, Rosta 5'9", and Rex. And that actually almost didn't happen because it was the, the very last song. I was already done with the project, and I just felt like I needed one more track. Like, I just... I had to have another type of track. I felt like I was missing something. And I went back and listened to some beats that I had from Buck Wild and went, you know, and proceeded to making that record. And I feel that that record does embody the whole feel of the album or the idea of the project. It has the, the old with the new, you know, Buck Wild, you know, DITC. It doesn't get any more iconic in, in hip hop production than that. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt that that's just a, a really excellent representation of what I'm trying to do. Yes. Uh, what's the best way for us to uh, cop the album and kind of follow what you're doing? Yeah, you can go to, you can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Google Play, Amazon. Uh, go to crazyhood.com to follow everything we're doing. Redefinitionrecords.com are the guys that are putting the physicals out for us, and those will be out in, uh, in probably by like the first week of April. And we're doing a double LP vinyl. We're doing cassette tapes to pay homage to, to the mixtapes era that I come from, and it's all limited and CDs, as well as some 45 uh, records of remixes that we're going to be putting out. All right, I got, I got one last question. Um, mm-hmm. Being that you were based in Miami, can you explain to me, Pitbull? <laughs> like, a, like a friend of mine was trying to convince me, and I still just don't get it, why I should like him, or should I just not like him? Well, you don't have to like him, but I'm actually, uh, you know, I can I can call Pitbull a friend. I mean, we haven't really spoken in a while, but, but I'm, a, I'm a part of his, of, of I would say his career one of the first times that, that people heard Pitbull was on my mixtapes because I provided a platform for local artists to to you know to be able to promote themselves and he's evolved over the years the one thing that I do respect from Pitbull is his tenacity and his persistence and he does it with grace and, and if you ever had the pleasure to meet him or, or see him at work he's just a workhorse now of course Maybe his musical taste isn't for everybody, and I can't tell you that I'm bumping his music, but you know, every day or something like that. But he definitely is a good representation of of, of Miami, just of the people, and and he's an international sensation. And trust me, that he does, you know, he he comes from hip hop. He is hip hop in a sense. It, hip hop doesn't have to be liked by everybody. That you know, the different styles of hip hop. It's just he's just a, a hard-working person. I, I definitely respect him for all his hard work and what he's been able to accomplish. Ah, nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's it, it, uh, that's 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 great to hear. My friend actually mentioned the uh, she she was big. She said uh, she lives in Miami now, and she said it's like you have to live in Miami to kind of understand what he's representing. Um, you know, representing Miami and stuff like that. 
I mean, if you're in the club in Miami or in, any, in a lot of clubs, not even just Miami, in, in the world, and you see some sexy girls and they start playing hip-hop, you are going to like Pitbull at that moment. <laughs> oh, it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Sold. Uh, uh, yeah. DJ EFN, a new album, another time. Uh, make sure you guys get that. It comes out March 3rd. Uh, EFN, thank you so much for joining me on the library with Tim Arnickel on rapstation.com. Thank you for having me, brother. DJ EFN. Drew. Oh, sizzle. Have all the respect, but I'm still making dodo. These lanes hate hard and talk crazy, but when they see me, let's take a photo. Rappers don't want to go toe-to-toe, they don't, though. Might see me in Kyoto on the coat, though. Ball in China like Marbury. Call me derelict strawberry. Your moms can only tell you in so many ways be good. When you crazy hood. What you doing? Making moves with my ghetto squad. Doing the old tip drill, swipe down a chick with a metro car. The random train with it's that grain like a plantain that we plan to attain. How you doing? Can't complain. Your drool go always stumping on the campaign. I don't for the round, put it down. With Miami zone, EFN. EFN. Hot and don't care who we offend. This is what you call revolutionary ride music. Vibe to it, there ain't no telling who I influence. My lifestyle. Ignorance and intelligence. Blowing clouds aloud, mixing up the elements. This is what you call revolutionary ride music. Vibe to it, there ain't no telling who I influence. My lifestyle. Ignorance and intelligence. Blowing clouds aloud, mixing up the elements. Started out a featherweight, worked my way to heavyweight. Started drinking every day, the Lord took my legs away. Told me I was speeding, so I slowed down and I told him I don't need them. I'ma sober up and levitate. Some call it a spiritual awakening, but the feeling down my spine I got from not making it gave me a fear of chill from laziness. Nobody wants to fold, regardless if you unfold. You know it's real when you're on call and put you on hold. But all praise is due to the most high. Hope both my daughters know before I die, I thought they were beautiful. I'm laughing all the way to the bank. See, I get it. I envision everybody that paint just can't be. Banksy, my spirit is the clearest it's ever been, but no distractions, except maybe my bitch overreacted, but based off a pack that I put it through, she halfway forgave me for, I would say she acting how she's supposed to be acting, I'm just a real straight from my mother's stomach, ain't enough cloth for all of us to be cut from it, mark my words, my words shall leave marks on these street corners, and y'all are gonna pay me homage, this is what you call revolutionary ride music, vibe to it, there ain't no telling who I influence, my lifestyle. Ignorance and intelligence Blowing clouds aloud Mixing up the elements This is what you call revolutionary ride music Vibe to it, there ain't no telling who I influence My lifestyle Ignorance and intelligence Blowing clouds aloud When I'm hard sound off, it means prepare for war Everything's fair game as I lock on a target and aim, exotic weed and jars your brain, but those are whole nother strain, advertised to my government name, this hair blow harder than the martyr, strapped with a bomb to his body, word is bomb, quantum of silence, acknowledge the service providers, EFA, from MIA to NY, his reach extends, I got that zen like flow, as I dive into a meditative state like so, narrating in a zone, reciprocating love from crazy hoods, so I'm all good, pop bottles of pain, twist them backwards, and form a siphon, spark a bonfire on these NY streets of concrete and barbed wire. This applied to the users. 
This is what you call revolutionary vibe music. This is what you call revolutionary vibe music. Vibe to it, there ain't no telling who I influence. My lifestyle, ignorance and intelligence. What you call revolutionary vibe music Vibe to it, there ain't no telling who I influence My lifestyle Ignorance and intelligence Blowing 